Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. See Dr. Del Tackett, creator of The Truth Project. Hi, I'm Del Tackett, and I'm excited that we're going to be in Washougal, Washington, on Saturday, March 2nd at Bethel Community Church, doing the Understanding Our Times and the Biblical Path Forward to help Christians understand all of these events burning around us from a biblical worldview perspective. Join Del Tackett Saturday morning, March 2nd from 9 to noon at Bethel Community Church in Washougal, Washington. Tickets at deltackett.com and bethelcommunitychurch.org. This is Difference Makers. Welcome. I'm Mike Lee, Director of Local Ministries for True Talk 800, now on 106.3 FM in East Portland and Vancouver, 93.9 KPDQ, AM 860 The Answer KPAM, La Patrona 1640, 93.1 El Rey and 104.1 The Fish. And I'd love to talk with you about getting more people back to your church, sharing about your ministry through our free online church directory and our church service live stream directory. Expanding your ministry, business, or school beyond your walls, establishing yourself as an authority in your field, and becoming more known through radio and podcasting. Building awareness of your company or outreach by hosting our events at your location at no risk to you. Marketing your message or brand directly to your target audience through the latest and most powerful online tools of Salem Surround. And most importantly, if your ministry leader or pastor could use a phone call, word of encouragement, a cup of coffee, or a connection to others, please email me at mikelee at kpdq.com. That's M-I-K-E-L-E-E at kpdq.com. Every Sunday morning at 9 on 93.9 KPDQ-FM, I love hearing Pastor Rich Blum hosting WordWise. He's from Bethel Community Church in Washougal, Washington, and they're very excited to be hosting an event with our special guest. So I'd like to welcome Del Tackett. How are you today, sir? I'm fine, Mike. Thank you for having me on. It's truly our privilege, and I want to make sure that people know all about understanding our times and the biblical way forward, plus the engagement project, small group study that you're bringing to Bethel Community Church. It's going to be Saturday, March 2nd. So can you tell us what the big picture is about your event, Del Tackett? Well, one of the things that we have seen, Mike, and all of the travels we've done is that there's a lot of uh, consternation, I guess you could say, in Christians in regards to what's going on around us. A lot of events. Things have happened so rapidly, and people are having a hard time understanding that. So What we're going to do on Saturday is walk through what I think are the seven threats that are aligning in our culture today. Uh, They're coming together at the the same time and creating what we might call a perfect cultural storm. So we're going to look at each one of those through a biblical worldview, not so that we can wring our hands and have our hearts melt, but so that we can understand uh, what the biblical way forward is and how do we deal with this. So that's basically our event on Saturday. 
We're very much looking forward to it, especially in a world where social media and the Internet and the mainstream media, and I will include Christian media in that in some instances, are throwing so many curveballs out there that it's really tough to stay grounded in the biblical truths that God's provided for us. So when did you start doing these conferences, Dell? Well, we started just the end of last year. We did our first one in Virginia Beach, uh, and uh, so we decided last year, about a year ago, that the Lord wanted us to take this direction just simply because of of all of the confusion that we were seeing. So uh, this uh, first year, 2024, is uh, the year we're going to be doing these conferences. Well, that's wonderful. So I want to do a little bit of your background and your history. Where would people have heard the name of Del Tackett in the past? <laughs> well, probably through the Truth Project. That would be the initial one. The Lord has blessed that. It's a, it's a worldview uh, home group series, video series, and the Lord has taken it all over the world. And the estimates are that over 20 million people have been through that. So that's that's probably the the first reason. The other one is the Is Genesis History movies that we've done. Uh, there have been a lot of people who went to those movies, and so I would think probably between those two. Well, you're a very well-respected and known speaker, Del Tackett. We've heard you on Focus on the Family before, so can you tell us where you're based and what do you like to visit on all these travels that you make? Well, I live in Colorado Springs, and the... The group that we have is really uh, three, you know, former pilots from the Air Force, uh, retired pilots from the Air Force that are good friends of mine. I, I arm wrestled them into being the the board for for this nonprofit, and then it's me and one other guy. We have no employees, we have no uh, no buildings, no yachts, no airplanes. Uh, we're just here to try to do everything we can to try and get the body of Christ healthy. Uh, that's the call that the Lord made on my life a number of years ago, and so that's what we're trying to do, get the body of Christ to understand who they are and to be the light and salt that the Lord meant them to be. Well, that's wonderful, Dell. So please, by all means, feel free to boast on your nonprofit ministry, Truth Encounter Ministries. Who else are you enjoying working alongside? Well, uh, we've had the, the privilege of working together with Summit Ministries uh, in Colorado, uh, we've also done a number of other things with the uh, Alliance Defending Freedom, uh, the Impact 360 group, and a number of folks. Uh, but basically, we're, we're just kind of doing our own thing. Well, I'm glad that you're getting the word out there, Del Tackett. Did you have any prior connection with Pastor Rich Blum and Bethel Community Church hosting your event in Washougal, Washington? Well, I don't. I'm looking forward, actually, uh, to meet him. We basically go where we're called, and so uh, I'm looking forward to the opportunity to meet the folks there in Washougal. And we're looking forward to having you here in the Pacific Northwest. So tell us who your target audience is. Who needs to hear from this conference the most, Dell? Well, the target audience is our believers, and so we are, we're not trying to um, to outreach to outsiders at this point. We're trying to get the body of Christ healthy. So this is for believers. The Truth Project was for believers. The Engagement Project is for believers. Uh, Pretty much everything I've done uh, because of the call of my life to do what I can to get the body of Christ healthy. Uh, So we're looking for for Christians who are confused about what's going on, have a desire to 
to know what we're supposed to do and how to go forward. Are there any particular ages that you'd prefer come to these conferences? For instance, what would be the youngest person you would encourage to come and see you? Well, I can tell you the youngest people that we've seen, I mean, other than, you know, small little children and so forth, are are probably children that are somewhere around 13, 14 years old. They can understand a biblical worldview, and sometimes we sell them short. And, uh, I mean, we've had people in their 90s come, so we have a whole range, and that's fine with me. Del Tackett, we're so looking forward to seeing you come to Bethel Community Church in Washougal on Saturday, March 2nd, for your conference. So with the ministries that you've worked with over the years and the many churches that you've experienced, are there common threads when it comes to misconceptions that the church is allowing and perhaps needs to address more frequently? Well, probably the big one, and the one we're going to talk a little bit about on Saturday, is what has happened to the the body of Christ, we would call them the congregants, the people who who show up on Sunday, not the cleric, uh, and they have lost the the vision and the understanding of who they are. That the scripture says they are a royal priesthood, so they are priests, and uh, they have been filled with the Spirit of God. God, Jesus Himself said He would dwell within them. They have the Word of God. They have everything. Uh, they need uh, to do what I believe is uh, that they've been entrusted with the primary work of the kingdom. And that has to change. We're going to talk about that because I believe that's the biblical way forward. Well, I'm so glad that you're taking a stand, Del Tackett, with these conferences that you're speaking at. Can you share any stories about people you've spoken with in the past whose lives you've impacted, who maybe came back later on and told you about that? Well, everywhere we go, uh, the Lord will bring a number of people forward who have primarily been impacted by uh, the Truth Project, uh, a number by the Is Dense's History movie, but primarily the Truth Project. And, you know, I believe I'm just the tour guide, so it's not because of me. I'm doing everything I can to help people see uh, who God is, the nature of God, the character of God, and His truth, and how that implies applies to the world around us. And so we have had people, actually, who have come to Christ as a result of the of the Truth Project, even though it's made for uh, believers. Uh, but many people have radically changed their their outlook, and I think that's what happens when you build a systematic, comprehensive biblical worldview in the heart and mind of a believer, then all of a sudden you see all of life uh, through that lens, rather than a, the small slice that we have a tendency to do in Christianity today, especially Western Christianity, where we tend to think of Christianity as a very small slice of life. It's not. It's uh, 360 degrees of life. And that's what a full biblical worldview will do for people, and that, that is the impact that uh, the Lord has, has done on people's lives. Speaking of the Truth Project, was that an exciting thing to be a part of? Oh my, yeah, we were. Uh, we really didn't know what the Lord was going to do uh, with the Truth Project. I just knew that He had put his, a heavy hand on me uh, to create that content and that material. I had originally been teaching it at a seminary, and then uh, when Focus wanted to publish it. That's uh, when we, we created the video series, and we really didn't know what the Lord was going to do, especially 
especially Mike, because I insisted, uh, because of the Lord, that we were not going to sell it in the open market. So it wasn't going to be advertised. It wasn't going to have a marketing plan. Uh, it was going to depend upon people who opened up their home, invited people in, and prayed for them that God would do a mighty work in their life, and then prayed that those people, in turn, would open up their home. And so the Truth Project is spread all over the world, not not because of, uh, of a very slick marketing program, uh, but because of this multiplication process. And that has just been amazing to see. I'm so glad to hear that, Dell. I want to backtrack a little to your history. Dell Tackett, where did you grow up in the first place? Well, I grew up in Idaho, in the southeast part of Idaho, and uh, spent uh, my life up until the junior year of high school, and then uh, ended up in Kansas City. But uh, that's where I grew up, in Idaho. And was yours a strong believing Christian family? Well, my family was a church-going family, but uh, it was in what today we would call a liberal denomination. And so I can't remember any time in my life where I didn't uh, believe in Jesus, uh, read my Bible, prayed, and so forth. But it wasn't until I was in pilot training in the Air Force uh, that attended a, a Bible study, a part of the Officers Christian Fellowship. And that was the first time I, I think I heard uh, mentally <laughs> the uh, the gospel, and so I went out into the middle of a cotton field in, in West Texas and basically said, you know, Lord, I, I've known you all my life, I believe, but I haven't said these words. <laughs> so that's what happened in a cotton field in, in West Texas. And that's amazing, Dale Tech. And so upon returning to your family, had they noticed anything different about you? Well, I, I certainly do hope so. Our family has been very, very close. Uh, the Lord has blessed that. My wife and I have raised our children as best we can uh, with a biblical worldview, and so we have been uh, close. Um, but I, I hope and, and pray that what they have seen is uh, someone who is uh, much more patient, much more accepting of things uh, when they don't go well. Those are the bumps in life that I think I, I talk about shaking the cup, you know, when your cup gets... Uh, a good shaking, you know what, you know what falls out, what splashes out, and um, and that I hope is what uh, my family would see is that in the midst of those difficult times that they'll they will see that what comes out is what we have been professing. Well, Del Tackett, we're very excited that you're coming to Washuga, Washington, at Bethel Community Church on Saturday, March second, with your event, understanding our times and the biblical path forward. All the details are at the following websites, which I will link up to the Difference Makers page at truetalk800.com, delltackett.com, bethelcommunitychurch.org, and when we return, more with Del Tackett on Difference Makers. Welcome back to Difference Makers. My name is Mike Lee, and coming Saturday, March 2nd, to Bethel Community Church in Washougal, Washington, home of Pastor Rich Blum, the host of WordWise, you won't want to miss a wonderful conference featuring Dell Tackett. It's titled Understanding Our Times and the Biblical Path Forward. 
All the details are at DellTackett.com, in addition to BethelCommunityChurch.org. So, Dell, we're looking forward to having you here in the Pacific Northwest. Have you been here before or any time recently? Well, I've been in the Pacific Northwest uh, quite a bit, but I've never been to Washougal. So I'm looking forward to that. Beautiful drive right down the river, slightly east of the Vancouver, Washington area, but certainly worth the trip. It's a beautiful area, and we're very psyched that you're bringing your conference to Washougal, Washington. So can you also tell us about the Engagement Project Small Group Study? Sure. The Engagement Project is uh, the, the follow-on to the Truth Project. Um, the Truth Project, of course, was to build that biblical worldview, but the Engagement Project is basically what's the next step. I mean, after you have a biblical worldview, you know, what's next? It's, it's, um, it's not enough for us simply to think that uh, truth is the end game. Truth is absolutely critical, but sometimes in evangelical Christianity, we can begin to think that truth is the end game. You know, I go, I go to a truth conference and I get 12 more pages in my truth notebook, and I, and I think, great. But that truth is, is it's kind of like water, um, if you're a gardener and you just say you've got water and you're good to go, you know, you're not going to grow much. And so the engagement project is to help people understand, you know, what has God called us to do? And the, the bottom line to that is, and we're going to lay before people, and we'll do that on Saturday, is that God has entrusted the primary work of the kingdom to the common everyday Christian family. And, um, and that has, a vision has to be recovered. So we're going to talk about uh, the royal law. We're going to talk about what the Lord uh, told us to do, uh, talk about what the church did for the first 200 years and how it spread all over because of that, and that we've got to return. I'm excited about what you've done with the Truth Project and now with the Engagement Project as well, Dell Tackett. So in your perspective, what should we know about the culture that we're seeing today? Well, I'll tell you, there are a number of things, and, and of course we're going to be looking at seven uh, threats that I believe are aligning themselves in our day and time. Uh, but one of those is the, it's a pathological self-centeredness that has reached the depth that I believe it's uh, what I call homo deus. So the individual uh, believes that they, they are divine. Uh, their heart speaks divine things. And, you know, so if, if I believe I'm a cat, Uh, I can declare that, and you have to bow down to that, as if that is a divine proclamation, and you cannot speak against that. So it's this deep uh, self-centeredness of of our culture, a selfishness that has gone so far uh, that it it moves into the line of of us thinking we're God. Now, I, I know that if you walked up to people and said, do you believe you're God, they wouldn't say that, but we act that way. Uh, so God is the only one who can uh, determine uh, what is right and what is wrong. You can do that today. So, Dale, this is far from your first rodeo. Did you see this coming down the line when truth and common sense have been so evasive of late? You were talking about people identifying as cats. There are indeed schools that are putting litter boxes in school bathrooms because they have students who identify as cats. And if you told me this growing up in the 80s, I would have laughed my head off at you thinking that's a really funny story. And yet here we are today, even in a post-Title IX era, we have biological men, 
destroying women and records in athletics. And yet, if you were to speak up against that or not use pronouns that suddenly got redefined, then you're defined as a hater or a bigot. Or in some cases, people have lost jobs or been kicked out of schools. Did you see this coming? No, I I didn't. Uh, I'm not sure that anyone really did. Uh, And I think part of it is, and this is just, you know, my opinion, but uh, Saturday we will look at the progression in in Romans 1, uh, where it appears if God is speaking about about judgments that will come, a series of judgments that will come, if we do not repent, as he brings a judgment, we've seen this in the Old Testament, where God says, "Look, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bring a judgment on you, so that you'll repent. But if you do not repent, then I'm going to bring a bigger judgment." And we see that in Romans, and the final one in Romans is this this thing about God giving us over to a depraved mind, and that I think is very important for us to understand, uh, because it's possible that God has done that, and that's why it's happened so rapidly. Uh, that uh, we've lost our ability as a culture uh, to reason. And that's why oftentimes you'll hear people say, this is crazy, this is insane. Uh, you talk to people and logic, in fact, I've talked to people and they, they will say, what does logic have to do with it? Um, we talk about math being some sort of an oppressive form. Uh, and so those things... Uh, appear to us as if they're they're crazy and uh without any you know rational sense at all um, but it's possible if God has given us over to that uh, to that depraved mind then that is what we're seeing and and if that is the case it happened rapidly and it happened because we're we're part of this uh judgment of God so perhaps it's a reaping and a sowing thing del tech according to what you're saying right Yes, yeah, and and we have we're we are reaping what has been sown over a number of years, and so as as our culture, we can talk about America if we want, as we have increasingly rejected God, uh, as we have exchanged the truth of God for a lie, if we begin to worship, you know, man, as we talked about earlier, the Homo Deus, that we are now reaping the consequences of that. Now, it's possible, as it is, when when we reject God and go against His design, there are natural consequences that come. But I think we're also seeing the possibility that God Himself uh, is um, is bringing a judgment upon our culture at this moment. And I hope that that is going to turn us around. So seeing where the world is today and where it appears to be going, Dell. What do Christians do with this? Well, I'll tell you, this is something that has really hit me hard, Mike, uh, as I have studied this whole notion of what happens to a culture uh, when God gives them over to a depraved mind, a mind that doesn't reason, doesn't have common sense, uh, no longer interested in uh, right and wrong from God's perspective and the logic associated with that. Um we in evangelical Christianity, for for good reasons, for many many years, have studied apologetics. But you think about this: we we assume uh, when we express uh, these apologetics that we are talking to someone who has a rational mind. But what if all of a sudden we find that 
people no longer have that rational mind. And so it's possible that we will just continue to do what we've always done. I think that is unwise, and that's what we're going to address Saturday, is how do we go forward with wisdom uh, rather than simply doing what we've always done? And that may end up uh, causing us to do things that are unwise and maybe even make things worse. So, uh, so we're going to talk about the biblical way forward in light of what is happening around us uh, rather than just you know, doubling up with what we've been doing and, and just trying to do it harder. So with the number of churches and ministries you've seen over the years, Dell Tackett, are there common errors that the modern church seems to be making? Well, again, I think one of the major things that's happening is that we are reverting increasingly to a pre-Reformational form. And what I mean by that is that increasingly uh, spiritual power, uh, so to speak, if we want to speak of it that way, spiritual power is consolidated at the top, and the mass of people do not see that they really have any role in the kingdom of God uh, other than to be a participator. And so they consume. They come, they arrive on Sunday, uh, they consume uh, a service that increasingly is, is crafted uh, to look more like a, a concert or a presentation. And I, I'm trying not to be too critical here, but, the, you know, we have to look into the mirror. And so that, in turn, creates um, a body who is increasingly uh, fruitless, uh, because they believe that their only role is to participate in a program and to pay for it, put money in the coffer, and then, and then leave. And if there, is, uh, if there is ministry to be done, then we'll hire people to do that. And so increasingly, we have created um, a hierarchy within the body of Christ uh, in which uh, the cleric and professional Christian ministry is viewed as uh, the primary workers in the kingdom and the, and the mass uh, are not. And that's the opposite of what Ephesians 4 tells us, that uh, the leaders are, are given to us for the purpose of equipping the saints for the work of ministry. And instead of that, uh, the saints now think that their job is to equip uh, the staff by writing a check, and the staff does that work. And I think that's one of the primary problems and pathologies within the Western Church. That has to change. Something I found interesting about your earlier comment on the Truth Project and now the Engagement Project, Del Tackett, is the fact that you're targeting Christians. This is not something that is seeker-sensitive, and that's not a knock against programs and outreaches that are reaching the lost and those who are completely unchurched or who've fallen back from the upbringing of their faith. But do you believe that the church needs to do a better job at focusing on the main thing and perhaps reevaluating the number of outreaches and events that we host? Well, I think, again, that... You know, there is a list of programs that um, we continually create, and we call people to those programs, and I think increasingly that, that just makes the body of Christ uh, less fruitful, as, as opposed to changing our understanding of who we are, <laughs> the, the, the vision that you, 
you know, if you're a truck driver or a nurse in your family, you are a priest. And uh, you're part of this royal priesthood. And you have been given the privilege of, of carrying out your priestly roles in the place where you are. And that role includes, for example, praying for your neighbor by name, uh, bringing them before the throne of grace, and beginning uh, to ask the Lord to help build a relationship with them, uh, a relationship that, that eventually, hopefully, will get past uh, you know, the depraved mind, that God will begin to open up their heart and mind and so forth. So th- this is an attempt to try and get the, the body of Christ to understand who they are and that they have not been made, they've not been saved uh, to be a consumer, and, um, but they've been made to turn the world upside down. So, Del Tackett, who do you see is doing things right when it comes to mentoring people, Christians in particular, in that direction, to not be consumers, but to recognize their identity, as you had said, is royal priesthood, and then take that and run with it and to reach others? Well, we have, uh, we've had the privilege of seeing a number of pastors uh, now who have, um, who have caught this. I'm not trying to point to myself here. The Lord has just has provoked them um, in, the, in the same way that he has uh, with a number of pe- uh, people. Francis Chan, who all of a sudden begins to say, what in the world are we doing? Uh, and a number of pastors who are now beginning to, to, to say and to think and to preach and to run their church in this way, uh, that when, when the congregation assembles uh, for corporate worship, uh, that they make it clear that their role is to equip them because they've been entrusted with the primary work. And so we're seeing that. I'm, I'm excited about that. And, and that is gonna, that's going to help, you know, the truck driver and his family uh, to begin to minister together. I think that's going to save families as well. Uh, and it is. And in addition to that, we're, we're seeing that uh, you know, like the Mrs. Smith who lives across the street. No one would ever pray for Mrs. Smith. Uh, she would never show up at our church. Um, but now uh, people look at her across the street and realize that God has placed her there and that we are, and talking to my kids, you know, Johnny and Susie, you know, Mrs. Smith is there because we're here and we have a priestly role. We're going to pray for Mrs. Smith. And those are the things that excite me. And uh, we're beginning to see that happen. Whether you're 12 years old or 112, you can be enriched by the Understanding Our Times and the Biblical Way Forward Conference. Del Tackett is coming to Bethel Community Church in Washougal Saturday morning, March 2nd from 9 a.m. to noon. And you won't want to miss this conference, which will be introducing the Engagement Project Small Group Study. All the details are at deltackett.com and BethelCommunityChurch.org. I'll make sure to link those up to the Difference Makers page at TrueTalking100.com. More with Del Tackett next on Difference Makers. You're listening to Difference Makers. My name is Mike Lee, and Del Tackett is famous for, among other things, the Truth Project. You've probably heard him on Focus on the Family. And coming to Pastor Rich Blum's 
Bethel Community Church in Washuga, Washington, Saturday morning, March 2nd. You won't want to miss Dell Tackett's latest conference. It's Understanding Our Times and the Biblical Way Forward, which includes the introduction of the Engagement Project Small Group Study. So, Dell, I want to thank you for not only taking the time out of your busy schedule to share with us today, but also for putting all these things together in a world where identity is being attacked left and right, especially that of gender and human sexuality. Well, absolutely. Uh, and Mike, I'm, I'm happy and uh, pleased that we can even have the chance to talk about these things because uh, it's a big deal. You know, our, I don't know that our culture has ever uh, been in this kind of a turmoil before. And, and so I think it's important. I mean, we, we have the truth of God, right? And we have, we have the answers to a lot of the questions people are, are searching for. They're hungering for significance, and they're not going to find it in the world. Dell, do you believe that the modern media is culpable for pitting sides against each other in order to raise anger, clicks, audiences, likes, and follows, instead of presenting a truth that is not only factual, but also showing the love of Christ? Well, I think the media uh, bears a lot of the, uh, we will say, the blame, the cause for what we see happening today. We've never, never in the history of man has, has an individual had an open port to the world. And, and so the media right now, taking advantage of that, uh, is presenting to us all kinds of, of truth claims. Once you, once you walk away from the foundation uh, of God and his absolute truth, then what happens is people are going to follow their own selfish desire. If you're talking about a media company, uh, that is uh, selling more product, uh, whether that's in advertising, reaching uh, more people in order to sell more product. It's all about the money then. It's not about truth. Um, and so, in fact, I, just as an aside, one of the things that just really amazed me uh, back uh, when I was in, in Washington, uh, D.C., and I was studying a lot of the early founding writings, is how people argued. And it was amazing because when they argued, um, if someone began to, to make a point, the other one might say, you know, that's really a good point. And so what they were after was the truth. Both sides were after the truth. That's what they wanted. Uh, and now we're after a win, or we're after power. Uh, and, and that means, it means money. And so I think the media has been deeply influenced by, uh, by a neo-Marxist worldview, and that it's wormed its way in. And so we believe that pitting people together uh, is going to lead to some uh, utopia, as Marx believed. And so, yeah, I think there's a lot of culpability laid at the feet of, of the media. Well, Dale, that's why I take my job as director of local ministries very seriously, because there are so many hateful voices out there that aren't drawing people to the love, to the gospel, to the hope that is in Jesus Christ. So, what I want to do is get bodies into buildings. And I believe that if we, the church, brothers and sisters in Christ, believers in Jesus, no matter what denomination or church you may attend, if we do our job, 
which is to be the hands and feet and voice of Jesus, to be led by his spirit, to welcome people attending our neighborhood, our church, our Bible studies with open arms. I think that's when the walls are going to come down because in this social media driven world, it's just pitting one side against the other and accentuating the hate. My friend Eldridge Broussard gave me a quote that I've really come to love. It's by Warren Wearsby. Truth without love is brutality, and love without truth is hypocrisy. So, Dale Tackett, with this upcoming conference you're bringing to Bethel Community Church in Washougal on Saturday, March 2nd, what suggestions do you have to not only equip us Christians with the truth, but to also live a life and share that with a world that's so desperately hurting. Well, you know, and I really love that that quote uh, because it really is right on. And as evangelical Christians, and as I was guilty of for many, many years, it was all about truth. Uh, there was no love along with that. And yet, you know, truth and love are, are both key themes that run through the Scripture from beginning to end. Um, and so... Uh, when we just um, we're just after truth and there's no love there, it it doesn't end well. It's brutality, as as Warren Wiersbe said, and yet we have this Hollywood love that uh, does not want truth or at least absolute truth. And if you speak truth, then you're not loving. Uh, but that's that's not the case in terms of how God has made things and and who God is Himself, who is both love and truth. And so what the body of Christ needs to do is we need to uh, understand that, that God has called us to build relationships with people, and in the current culture that we have, the only way we're going we're gonna to be able to reach people is, first of all, through that relationship. I believe that. That's not how I did Christianity for many, many years, and it, it really didn't work, and it was unwise. Um, but we're going to have to, in the culture we live in now, we're going to have to build that trusted relationship first before we then begin to deliver to them the truth of God. Uh, I think that's the only way forward. Switching gears, Del Tackett, can you tell us where you met your wife? Sure. I met my wife in Kansas City uh, in college. And um, so uh, we were in an American history class, of all things, together. That's where we first met kind of fitting? Were you friends first? Did you immediately find interest in this young woman, or what? Well, I had interest in her, but uh, she thought I was like a gang member of Hood or something, and so uh, she wasn't too keen uh, about meeting me in the beginning. But the Lord had other plans for that, and so uh, thankfully, and we've now been married over 50 years, and uh, she's the love of my life. 50 years plus. What a testimony. Congratulations to you and your wife, Del Tackett. Like you, I did not make the best first impression on my wife. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you change that narrative in your college years? (laughs) Well, uh, it's not that I I really changed it. It was just uh, over a period of time. uh, I was was playing basketball in college and had gotten involved in, in student government, and she was involved in student government. And so uh, just kind of rubbing shoulders after a while, she began to realize that maybe I wasn't the scary thing that she thought I was. Um, and so it took a little while. It took a little while. Tell us about parenthood, grandparenthood. 
Well, you know, one of the amazing things uh, for us, we have four children, and uh, and being a parent, uh, of course, everybody says, you know, it's the best of times and the worst of times. Uh, there isn't anything uh, grander, I think, than uh, uh, being able to see your children grow, and especially grow in the Lord. Uh, but I'll tell you this, when my daughter first uh, brought to me a sonogram of her baby, uh, I, was, I was just overwhelmed uh, emotionally, uh, because uh, the, the promise of that baby uh, was now uh, a continued promise of the Lord, you know, that he was continuing on this blessing, and now I was going to see it in, in my children. So we have 11 grandchildren, and uh, boy, we love them dearly. Well, congratulations. With the world today, do you have certain concerns about what's being put in front of your grandchildren? And does that fuel what you do when it comes to these conferences, Del Tackett? Well, it really does. Um, I am deeply concerned uh, primarily about this uh, media portal that every individual has. And, and I'll just tell you a story. I was, I was speaking at a uh, what I think is one of the best uh, Christian academies in America. Um, they have inculcated biblical worldview throughout their curriculum. Uh, they use the Truth Project. They uh, attempt to have even even families go through the Truth Project. Uh, the families are all believers. Uh, the kids are all believers. And I was asking, uh, speaking to each of the faculty groups, and I asked this question to the to the elementary faculty first question was, what, what is the biggest issue you're facing? And with almost one voice, they responded, gender identity. And I was, I was just taken back by that, because I realized they weren't getting it from their families. They weren't getting that from their school. Uh, they were getting that through the media. And that the media was telling them that unless they get in touch with their own individual gender identity, then they are not going to be happy or fulfilled or whatever. And so we, we have to guard uh, our children, and uh, we have to be very, very careful. It's just, you know, you would not, you would not uh, leave the window open in your, in your child's room at night or, or have a, a big open door that goes right into your child's bedroom at night. We just wouldn't do that, unfortunately, in the world we live in. But we do that uh, with, you know, our smartphones and, and, and media presence. We allow that in there. And we just have to be smarter. We have to be, uh, use wisdom uh, today when it comes to these things. Even kids raised in good, strong, two-parent Christian homes or Christian schools, homeschooling, Christian colleges— they're being flooded with this misinformation. So how do you suggest we share love and truth with them and at the same time not try to hide them from the world altogether? Well, I think it is, it is important for our children to understand what's going on uh, around them. Uh, but again, uh, I think this open door, this open portal uh, that uh, we allow our children sometimes to enter into is just not wise, and and there is a point at which we need to protect them uh, from that. And I think it's important for parents to pick up uh, on that and to be very careful. 
um, I, I just think it's it's unwise, you know, to give people that kind of a media portal uh, at a very young age. Bill Tackett, I want to thank you so much for your heart and your vision, as well as your ministry, for what you've done with the Truth Project over the years, and now for introducing the Engagement Project as well, another small group study. And I love what you're doing with your nonprofit, Truth Encounter Ministries. So for those of us who've tried but failed over the years, and perhaps our loved have bought into lies, what pearls of wisdom, what hope can you give us? Well, I think uh, the most important thing I can, I can say, I think, for people who have family members uh, is to recognize that there is a spiritual wall that exists among family members. We see this uh, delivered to us in all four Gospels, where Jesus uh, talks about that wall when he went home between his relatives. And so um, I think it's important for us to recognize that wall uh, to therefore, you know, be the best mom, best dad, best brother, sister you can, but get on your knees and pray that God is going to provoke a Christian who lives near them, uh, who doesn't have that wall, but they just drive by every day. Uh, they don't even know their name, but God would provoke them to begin to build that relationship because they, they can reach your, your son, your daughter, your mom, your dad, whereas uh, we can't. And God is doing that. We see it over and over and over again. We see it in our own life, our own personal life. You can trust God. This is what God wants to do. And if he wants to do it, he, he will. But he is asking us to be faithful to him. And uh, so that's the way forward. Bill Tackett is coming to Bethel Community Church Saturday morning, March 2nd from 9 to noon. You won't want to miss the Understanding Our Times and the Biblical Path Forward conference and all the details are at deltackett.com bethelcommunitychurch.org and I'll make sure to post those both on the Difference Makers page at truetalk800.com so Del Tackett, thank you so much for sharing your vision with us and on our way out, is there anyone you want to say hi to or send a shout out to? <laughs> well, no, I am excited to be able to meet with the folks there at the conference and have time to interact with each of those and I thank you Mike for what you're doing I pray the Lord's going to bless you and bless all of those who are listening today. Thank you so much again, Dell Tackett. And thank you for listening to Difference Makers. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525.